today's episode, we'll be unpacking contact tracing. Hello and welcome to Public Health Unpacked. I'm Emmanuel, your public health medicine specialist, and today we'll be unpacking the topic contact tracing. We'll be finding out what is it about, why is it important, how is it done. So let's get started. What is contact tracing? As the name implies, contact tracing is one of the tools used in an outbreak control whereby we try to identify who have this case come in contact with. Contact tracing is usually initiated when a case has been identified. Furthermore, contact tracing can be broadly divided into two components. There's a backward tracing, meaning we try to find from whom have this case gotten the infection from, while there is a forward contact tracing in which we try to identify to whom have this case transmitted or infected. So the backward and forward contact tracing ultimately aims to find out from whom have this case gotten the infection from, that is the backward tracing, and to whom have they infected, which is the forward tracing component. Essentially, the contact tracing aims to detect those who have been exposed to the infection. And when they are detected, they will be traced and tested. This is with the aim that we can detect any occurrence of infection in this context early before they go into more severe diseases or further spread the disease to other people. So now having discussed what is contact tracing, what is backward tracing and forward tracing, the next question will be, how extensive should the contact tracing be? So to answer this question, it actually falls back to what kind of infectious disease are we talking about? What kind of outbreak are we dealing with? Factors that we consider include uh, the type of disease, the mode of transmission, and also the incubation period of an infection. So let's just take the overused example of this COVID pandemic as an example to explain this point. For contact tracing in the COVID-19 pandemic, a person that presents and has been diagnosed with COVID-19, their contacts will be traced as far back as 14 days from the day of symptom onset or if a case is asymptomatic or does not show any symptom, it will be traced 14 days from the day the swab or the confirmatory test was taken. So in this case, why is 14 days the time period we take? This is based on the incubation period of COVID-19 disease. So again, it depends on what kind of infectious disease we are talking about. And the incubation period plays an important role in how far or how extensive do we trace the contact. Meanwhile, the next factor that will influence how extensive our contact tracing will be is dependent on the mode of transmission of this disease. So for the case of COVID-19 infection, we know that it is a respiratory illness which can transmit from human to human transmission via droplets or contaminated surface. So with this in mind, we know that the exposure will be those that is in close contact with the person during the incubation period, the 14 days period, especially around the time when he has the symptom onset. And what kind of environment promotes this infection transmission? So it will be an environment that is closed, confined, or someone whom the person has close conversation with or family members. Knowing this will help us to really narrow down who are the contacts of the case. So for a respiratory illness like COVID-19, 
we know the highest risk will be among those who are the same family members who share the same household or from the same workers' hostel or they are exposed uh, during frequent meals and travelling together. Furthermore, their social activity, such as who are their social contacts with whom they frequently meet over the past 14-day period, would help us to determine who are their closest contacts. So up to this point, we have unpacked what is contact tracing, what is backward tracing and forward tracing, and the ultimate aim of contact tracing as well as factors that we take into consideration when performing contact tracing for a case. And if we look back at our previous episode, the second episode, which talks about the epidemiological triad of disease causation or epidemiological triangle of disease causation, by considering the three main components of epidemiological triangle of disease causation, which is the agent, the host, and the environment, in which when all these three components are overlapping, we know that the infection or the transmission of the infection would take place. So essentially, it's important for any outbreak control of the infectious disease, we must first understand the disease causation. What are the factors that lead to the infection outbreak? What is the host? What kind of agent that is causing it? What kind of environment that actually promotes the infection transmission and propagation? And this will aid the contact tracing, whereby we will trace back from whom have the case gotten the infection from and to whom have they likely passed the infection to. Now let's take another example of an infectious disease uh, for us to consider in terms of contact tracing. So let's say we have a case that presented with dengue fever. So in this situation, we know that dengue fever is a vector-borne disease passed on from person to person through a vector, which is the Aedes mosquitoes. So for this uh, dengue fever infection, for instance, during contact tracing, what is important when we try to uncover their contacts would include where do they stay, where did they likely get the infection from. So for Aedes infection, it could be from their house or their workplace, uh, whereby the workplace may be a construction yard uh, in which it promotes the uh, Aedes mosquito propagation and disease transmission. So once that is determined, then we will track trace the, these contacts, for instance, the family member or the fellow co-workers in the workplace and screen them for symptoms related to dengue, for instance, fever, chills, and also have them tested if the symptoms suggest further testing. Furthermore, eradication of the breeding grounds for Aedes mosquito in those locations would be conducted as well. This is to prevent further infection. So to sum up, contact tracing is one key component or key steps in an outbreak control. It is a labor intensive in which it first is initiated by the detection of a case or an infectious disease and followed by adequate investigation. From the investigation, we will find out who are the potential contacts for this case. And this will lead to further investigation of those contacts, tracing them and having them tested with the aim to limit the further spread of the disease or essentially to catch up with the disease in the spread and to prevent mortality among those who were uh, exposed or have been infected.
Alrighty, so we have come to the end of today's show in which we have unpacked contact tracing. What is it all about? Why is it important? How is it conducted? And what are the factors that influence contact tracing? As well as how extensive will the contact tracing be conducted? So if you find this topic useful, please share it to your friend. And if you'd like to support the show, feel free to buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash phunpack. I would really appreciate it. And once again, thank you very much and see you next time. <laughs>